everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today on this random summer bonus episode, I'm going to ask the question, did we succeed? In Gothard's cult, did we succeed in world domination? If you have watched the Amazon documentary series, Shiny Happy People, then you kind of know what I'm talking about when I say Bill Gothard, Bill Gothard's cult, the Duggars, and that documentary series has been one of the most popular documentary series of all times, like super popular. So many people have watched it. So many people are talking about it, thinking about it, wondering And here I am talking about it again on this bonus episode in the middle of the summer because it's just on my heart. And I just want to throw it out there. As I look at mainstream Christianity, as I look at evangelicalism and what's happening within a broad swath of evangelicalism, it makes me ask the question, did we succeed? It was very surreal watching the documentary And having another former student voice those words, the goal was world domination. And I have said that, I've thought that, I've wondered about that for years, but to have somebody else say that so clearly, to have the people that were creating the documentary think that was important enough to throw in there, that really felt like the goal back in the day, was this idea of where if we take over these aspects of our culture And if we can convince enough people to follow the rules and the standards like we are and to see things our way, then we will succeed. We will have this world domination and the whole world will be able to experience the blessings and success of God. Now, I no longer remotely believe that to be true. However, as I look at the church, as I look at Christianity as a whole, it's kind of frightening. It has this feeling of like it's being taken over. Years ago, back in the beginning of our marriage, we were part of this Christian share organization for our health care because we didn't have insurance. And so I remember being a part of this. And in the beginning, it was just normal Christians sharing you know, health needs. It was fine. It was whatever. And the longer we were involved in it, the more and more large ultra-conservative families started joining it and kind of taking over. It sounds terrible, but putting themselves in positions of leadership Um, picking up places within the organization where they could just kind of have more say, more power. And it began to get more and more and more conservative. And since I was pretty fresh out of the cult back then, I was super triggered. And I remember telling my husband, like, I don't think I want to be a part of this anymore. Like, I'm really starting to get creeped out. People are scaring me. But it was that same attitude of like, let's take this over. And I know that feeling because I've been there and I believed it. When I look at politics and I see the way Christian nationalism has just really swelled within mainstream Christianity and this idea that America is this Christian nation and we have to, it's our job to bring it back to being this Christian nation, to reinstate these morals and force people to follow our rules and our morals. And that is so terrifying to me. And even though I probably ideologically Um, align a little more conservative than I am progressive, I still do not want to be controlled by people like from my cult days. No, thank you. I do not want you telling me what I can and can't do with that same rigid standards of behavior. It just, it's scary. 
But it makes me wonder, like, did we succeed? I got out. I have a lot of friends who got out. My family got out. But was there enough people who were influential and somehow were able to move these ideologies, these thoughts, into mainstream Christianity? I don't know. But we might have succeeded. And so as I look at this, it is a little bit unnerving to me. And I don't think most people who are believing these kinds of Gothard beliefs and, like I said, ideologies have any idea where a lot of this came from. So is it really that Gothard succeeded in infiltrating so many different parts of Christianity? Or is it that people are just naturally so religious, naturally so quick to jump to similar religious conclusions that we long to have a sense of stability in our lives and so we're really quick to accept rules and regulations and formulas and steps because we are so caught up in this desire to be safe? Is there just a certain level of fear within our hearts? And so anybody can just draw on that fear to control us? Like, I don't, I don't know, but I am concerned. I'm concerned as I look at the church and I look at the just hard line views on women that are being drawn with the SBC, with John Piper, like no longer is it just, well, you know, women shouldn't be pastors, but I mean, these are some really hard lines that are being drawn. And I've mentioned this both in my Substack newsletter and on my socials recently, but I'm just really concerned by the lines that are being drawn. And as often as I love to try to find the middle ground and, you know, the place of truth between the tension, I don't know that this particular issue can have a middle ground. Like, can you believe that there is no place for women to have any kind of leadership in any kind of Christian organization and also see the people in the Bible that God raised up that were women leaders and that he reached out and included women as his disciples, that he gave leadership positions to women in the early church? Like, how do you have both of those? How is there a middle place there? And I just don't know that there is. And so I'm really concerned. And then I'm also concerned because there's so many people who are just viciously opposed to anything Christian now. They've deconstructed and they want nothing to do with it. They don't want anything to do with anything that's Jesus or Christian or evangelical or anything like that. We're going to just jump to the complete polar opposite. And yet they have the same attitude, the same heart of, I'm right, you're wrong, because you don't believe with me, then you're really bad. And if you don't hate the people I hate and love the people that I love, then you are definitely wrong and you're bad and I'm going to cancel you. And just this vicious right and wrong, black and white, us versus them kind of mentality, just a different set of behaviors, a different set of expectations and standards. It's discouraging. It's one of those things that I am not sure what to do about. But I also know that it's not new because as people, we tend to jump into the same cycles the same circles of thought, the same things over and over again. And I know that the only answer is going to be a very real relationship with Jesus Christ. And so as we look at what's going on, I think it's 
just even more important to really know what the Bible says for ourselves because both sides make straw men and then try to destroy them. Both sides take verses out of context. Both sides destroy things they don't like or just refuse to even look at them. And both sides have the same issue. And I think that truth is found in the awkward middle way for the most part. There are some things that don't have a middle and you have to pick a side. But I think for the most part, there is a place of tension and paradox that we can kind of land on. And there's so many things that we don't have to have a final answer on. I think it's important to believe that God is real. I think it's important to really wrestle with who we believe Jesus is, what he came to do for us, how we get back into a relationship with God, how we are restored by God through Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection. I think there are those things that are really important to wrestle with and to grapple with and to hold on to. But those are the very simple core creeds of the faith that are accepted throughout generations, throughout denominations for the past couple thousand years. They're going to be those same core few truths that we hold to. And then there's so many other things that are not as important and are kind of like extra issues. And I don't know that any of us are really totally right on those. And is that okay? Yeah. Do we have to have answers for everything? No. Do we have to agree with everybody about everything? No. But I think that as we are people who experience the grace of God, experience the love of God, we can be people who go ahead and give that love and grace to others. And so am I a little bit worried about what's going on with the church? Yeah, I am. I don't think that arguing or trying to make your point heard is always the best way. And so I'm going to just keep pointing people back to Jesus in the hopes that the Holy Spirit will begin the transformative work in their heart. And I'm going to keep speaking truth about what the Bible actually says about the context, about the culture, about the intent of the author, about what the audience would have heard. I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to keep loving people, even if I disagree with them. I'm going to keep listening to people because who knows, I might still be wrong about some things. And I'm going to try to keep an open heart of humility. Yes, holding to the core creeds of the faith. There are some things that I'm not going to waver on. I see those as themes through scripture, and this is just truth in my mind. And there's many things that I am okay with wondering about, pondering, questioning, taking to Jesus, all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to keep speaking truth, and I hope that you keep speaking truth and keep seeking for truth and seeking the one who is the truth, who is the way, and who has all the life because he is the life. So thanks for listening to this little bonus episode here, guys, and I hope you have a wonderful summer. And Looking for the Real God will pick back up again in the fall once school has started. So I might have another bonus episode before that, but I also might not. Anyway, thanks for listening, and as always, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love to have you join me over on my Substack at christylinwood.substack.com for newsletters, notes, and a community of people who are searching for the real God.